to this week's Being There Done That Got The Podcast. Now, your support has kept us at number two in the Apple charts. I feel like Bruno Brooks. Is that too old? That's way too old. I have no idea what you're talking about. News, the news entertainment category. And guess what? In Ireland, we've reached the number one spot. We love you, Ireland. So, this week, I've been there, done that. This is changing the mood a bit. I talked about my burnout. I wrote about it for the Times magazine. And uh, it's it's all gone a bit bonko since, to be fair. So tell us if no one's if anyone hasn't read it. Okay. I mean, it's, an, it's a very good article, so go and have a read if, if you could. Um, but just tell us what happened. Well, so last summer, I developed what I thought was vertigo. Um, at this point in time, I, I had a massively full-on job um, editing a magazine. And I'd sort of been doing that career for kind of over 30 years non-stop mm. sort of not much mat leave all of that didn't think about anything but just before my 56th birthday I started to um develop what I thought was vertigo what well, I just thought oh it's vertigo I've, I've had a I've had I've had it before a what the, bit. oh have you what are the symptoms I think see I'm such an idiot I thought being I thought vertigo was actually yeah, well, it's, it is as well. It is. They call it vertigo and you're scared of heights. But this, med- medical vertigo, well, I'd sit up in bed in the morning and literally the room would be like a carousel. Ooh. Like, literally, you, I, you couldn't move um, and you'd just want to be sick. Dizzy? Yeah, Ext- but extreme dizziness so you can't really do anything. And then it would kind of calm down into... Um, just manageable dizziness but I'd I'd be sort of you know doing my lace up and falling over and then just thinking that was fine yeah so a bit of an idiot really no I I eventually eventually um went to the doctor who um I mean, bear in mind, this was kind of just, just coming out of lo- of lockdown. So you didn't really go to the doctors no. and bother <laughs> them, you know, and it was hard to get an appointment. Anyway, I eventually managed it and he took my uh, blood pressure and basically said, um, is your husband with you? You're thinking, oh dear, um, because it was off the scale. It was just beneath the, what they call hypertensive zone, which is when you kind of, you know, you're in trouble. Um, heart attack stroke area so got long story short got drugs bagged up the following week I ended up in hospital with a suspected stroke because I just couldn't breathe one night when I went to bed um cardiologist said what what's your what's your family history I told him because my mum's had heart problems her mum died of a heart attack in her 50s so he said well I'm warning you you might have some sort of you know genetic predisposition Mm. to it but turns out I hadn't had every test known to man. He came back a couple of weeks later and he said, your heart's healthy. Let's talk about your stress. And wow. at which point I told him that I was under horrific stress. I mean, my first thought um, when I went off sick, because I had to go off sick, first time in my life I've ever been signed off sick. My first thought was, I've, I've, not, got, I've not got cover. It wasn't for my life. It was, yeah. for, I, haven't got, I haven't got cover for next week's magazine. So that kind of shows you how much I kind of, you know, work was to my life. It was kind of everything, which yeah. is bad. Um, but we're from that generation where you just yeah. worked. Yes. Worked. 
Anyway, so long story short, he said to me, you've got burnout. You are burnt out. You need to stop. You're too old for this. Um, Body can't cope anymore. So since then, I, you know, I was off work. I decided not to go back to work. And I've, I went through kind of, a, I wouldn't call it a breakdown, but I'd call it a real kind of massive reassessment of who the hell I was anymore. Well, it's a loss of identity. It's exactly what we've talked yeah. about before yes. and, and what you, what prompted Get yes. Changed for you. Yes, absolutely. Which was, we defined our, ourselves, I think we define ourselves by work. I, I, you know, I didn't define myself as being a wife. I didn't define myself as being a mother. I defined myself by my work and loving it because it was very exhilarating work uh and so yeah as I said in my piece I just next thing you know I'm on a sofa with hypertension and a -a cockapoo not knowing who the hell I am and that's that's that was as difficult as as the illness but obviously coming through it now and then I got to thinking do you know what what I didn't know and I was so naive about was how stress I literally have I must have commissioned and edited hundreds of pieces in my time on on stress and burnout and just not realize that I had it and that it can affect you so physically I didn't know that it was a mental thing yeah but no your your body you know will eventually if your mind doesn't go first will just basically give you a wake-up call I didn't take my blood pressure I've in, I, I've said I said in, in the piece if there's one thing you can do spend 20 quid 30 quid on a blood pressure monitor yeah because so many people don't know they've even got high blood pressure and that's when you're in trouble yeah. so anyway I wrote about it for, for the Times magazine and thinking oh, I'm gonna get people thinking for god's sake you know just just you, you, you just you know, stop whinging. I feel awful for saying that, but I just thought, you know, in 2022, I felt like a bit of a loser for saying I'd got this. It's ridiculous. I think it's my age. I, I age think group. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a generation, and I do probably fit into the same generation as you that we were taught. You know, when you went to work, you, that's what you did. You yeah. know, you didn't complain. You got up. I mean. With the best one in the world, I mean, my very first job I ever had was eight to late with half an hour lunch break. And that's what we used to do. That's what I was contracted to do. I did it and I loved it. And you stayed late and you did you did more. You did everything because you started at the bottom and you had to work your way up. And you knew that the only way you were going to get there was hard graft. And was that recruit? Were you recruiting? Yeah, that was recruitment. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what you did. But I loved it. I never moaned, never complained. It was, it was, it was my life at the time and you know my friends were the people I worked with and they were like you know like a family um but I I, so I I don't think I bet there are so 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 many women of our generation that have that and then I think the issue is you've done that with work and then I think we were led to believe we could have it all so you can have the children and you can have the life and you can have that you can't juggle all those balls I went back to work with Joe, so my first one, who's 22 now. I went back to work after three months, and I got back to work a day later than expected, and I was told, oh, my God, you need to hit the ground running. I'd had the most horrific C-section, oh horrific God. birth known to man. I wasn't even well, but I went back to work. 
I mean, looking back at it, you just think, yeah. were we just idiots? Well, I, I interestingly, I when I had when I had my first, I went to back. I did go. I went back into the office when she was one, but I freelanced before then because mm. we didn't have. I didn't have. I worked for a small company. We didn't have great maternity maternity pay, so I. I um I freelanced. Mm. I just I'd rather I'd rather do that than yeah. collect the, the maternity pay than it yeah. was, and I earn proper money. So mm. yeah, so uh, I freelanced. So yeah. But the biggest surprise, and thanks for everybody who's, who's contacted me. The biggest surprise was I've had not one, not one negative comment even on Twitter, and um and the age range and experiences have shocked me so I've had 20 somethings to 50 somethings I expected 50 somethings I didn't expect 20 and 30 somethings to be saying they feel like that as well and I think that's quite it's quite worrying it's interesting isn't it Uh, yeah it's interesting yeah but in your 20s yeah I know I've certainly I know I'm going to say this I'm quite skeptical about that in the twenties, in your twenties. Do you know what I think it is, Kat? I think now people are quite hyper aware of. Yeah. I mean, I say in the piece, the word wellness hadn't even word wellness hadn't even been invented, let alone it be an industry. I think people are now hyper vigilant and maybe hyper aware of their situation. Some people, anyway. I and I I also think I guess it makes a massive difference if you're doing something that you don't particularly. Like, like yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes I mean I I I always worked and worked silly hours but because I loved doing it it didn't I know it sounds ridiculous it didn't feel like work yeah but it it I I loved it and I thrived on the adrenaline from from doing what I did yeah yeah so yeah so, so did I. Yeah. yeah so I uh, yes I did yeah. um but I but then interestingly I had my loss of identity when I had my kids I couldn't I couldn't and you were in your thirties. So I was in my thirties. I wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't could a burnout. Burn from my children. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Well, could That's you? How I love the story. Yeah. Yes. You probably can. To yes. be fair, motherhood of babies burnt me yes. out. I don't think so. No. Anyway. So yeah, that's been my week. So on to you. Well, interestingly, I I have something that I think you might like. So this week, I've been there, done that, and I've bought a new picture. Oh, I love pictures. I don't, well, is it? I don't, it's not a picture. That sounds good. A piece. It's a piece of art. Ooh. It's a print. It's a print. Go let's on. get this. Let's get this before I, people think I've bought a road down. It's a. It's a print. <laughs> um, and I just. I'll tell you what it is because it's by my one of my favourite favourite artists. He's a guy called Dave Bonaguidi. Who, interestingly, here's the thing. He actually became an artist because he used to work in advertising, mm. and he had massive burnout in advertising. Uh, there we go. Well, they're those hyper hyper. There um, we go. That we were in. Yes. Yeah. There we go. And so now. He so is an artist. He is an artist, a very successful artist called Real Hackney Dave. And the, this is so appropriate for you because the, the thing I bought, and I did buy it without asking my husband, who's not as sweary as I am. So I did not know how he would feel having this up in okay. the house. And it's also pink. It's okay. white with pink writing. So and it swe- is. It's sweary and pink. Sweary and pink, yeah. And it is. It says, just a gentle reminder to stop effing about, but they do use yeah, the, the real word, the whole word, <laughs> and maybe start doing that thing that will probably make you a much happier person. You see, I quite like that, even though I don't really like a mantra. I quite like that one. Do you? Yeah. I, t- I, don't, think it's, I don't think that's a mantra. No, it's not a mantra. It's just a kind of nice, positive statement, isn't it? Yeah. So speaking about mantras, actually, 
um one of my friends contacted me as well this week on the back of the, on the back of a piece and she's inverted the you know when people say um don't just sit there do something she says her new saying is don't just do something sit there oh that's like me I love that that's like me on the end of the bed after my um oh, after my towel. shower after my shower 20 minutes I sit there yeah sit there off 20 minutes little bit of a relax yeah. or in the morning in the morning I love it sit there in the morning just sit there get down no one's around coffee wordle if anyone disrupts if anyone interrupts me when I'm doing my wordle I don't do wordle which is bizarre because I like words but I don't do it. It's the one what? thing I don't do. I know it's ridiculous. Everyone does Wordle. Well, apparently, according to my son, he said to me yesterday, oh, this, uh, you know, when you just want to, no, this will irritate you. He says to me, Mum, are you still doing Wordle? Mm. I said, of course I am. And Mum, no one does it anymore. They what? Do. And that's what they're like. That that's you told. It does indeed. I love it. I didn't Wordle really even know up. what it is. Oh, God. I've tried to persuade it to David, honest to God. <clears> trying to, trying to, explain to him what it is when it's the most simple thing in the world and he's a lawyer so I think he's trying to make it more complicated than it is yeah it's simple it's 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 so simple it's so simple it is brilliant it brings me pure joy every day this is my moment of joy honestly we've gone off piece but I we should ask people wordle or no wordle okay shall we yeah yeah wordle or no wordle wordle let us know at at got the podcast folks mantras mm. i know how much you love a mantra well mm-hmm. it appears it appears we we put a poll up on got the podcast and it appears that 88 percent of you also loathe mantras i don't know i think it's mantras on a sign or just mantras generally but who the hell's buying them then because it's an industry i don't know well the 12 percent the 12 percent yeah exactly so the worst offenders were so <laughs> living my best life you see, I think I might say that. You might say it in an ironic fashion. No, I don't think I do. <laughs> I'm not forgiving you. I'm telling you now. I don't think I do. I think I actually say it, live my best life. Oh, I, I do mean it. I, yeah, I don't mean it seriously. All right. I, I don't mean it seriously. Well, people don't like it. Well, I'm I, just saying. Can I just say, I don't say it and I don't follow it with hashtag making memories. So I think I'm okay. <laughs> forgiven, forgiven. Am I? And you don't have to be mad. To live here, stroke work here. But it helps. Oh, my God. Do you know what? These are the sorts of things my mum would love. She would have loved this. Would she have had that written on a heart-shaped yeah. sign with a ribbon? Probably. Or she did the whole keep calm and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Oh, keep calm and yeah, blah, blah, Do blah, whatever. Blah. Yeah. Keep calm and jog on with your mantras. Yeah, jog on. Anyway. Which neatly leads us on to our fashion whinge. And I think... This is your winch this week, Kat. Over to you. Right. Okay. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in hard. I read this week, uh, and again, we're doing it again. It's another week where I've read something in the newspaper that I've taken a front to. Yeah, so annoyed you. I were. know. This is very, very, this annoyed me hugely. I, I did, isn't it? My, my keyboard was on fire as I was tapping out to you. Yeah. My indignation at being told yeah. that we shouldn't wear black. Mm-hmm. What do I you mean, feel about that? The thing is... <clears throat> In theory, I agree. I don't know. I don't like the shouldn't, but I'm always trying to 
veer off the black, but I keep coming back to it because it doesn't suit me. I had my colours done back in the 80s. Oh, my God, I knew no. You. Oh. I knew you'd hate that. God. But I carried that bloody swatch around for ages. So I had them done by this woman. It was for a feature for a newspaper when I was a cub reporter. Okay. Back in the day, I was in Gloucester, Gloucester okay. Citizen. Um and I did this feature, and it was when it was all the rage, and it was sort of, what is this new it's thing? Get me colours done. It's always been the rage. Colour me beautiful. But it was massive back then. And uh, I was sat there in my black with silver jewellery, and she put all these scarves around me, and she said, okay, the two things you shouldn't wear, black, silver okay. jewellery. I go on, okay. thank God, because you're in autumn, so I had to I have to wear chocolate browns, like teal blues, all specific colours, aren't they? Always, <laughs> olive Always. greens, and um, but you know what? Whenever I do wear those colours, they do look, they do suit me they more do. than black. I will. Okay, I'm not going to say that there isn't a science behind it and that it doesn't work. What yeah. I'm saying is that I think it's really, really limiting. I think it's really limiting for people who go and expect their life to be transformed with the sake of some little bloody swatches. Yeah. And what happens is, as a stylist, I, there is nothing that literally makes me want to weep than when someone comes in with their little swatches. Do they still do that Oh, now? God, yes. Come with their swatches, and the swatches are always... They're never sort of normal colours. They're quite sort of... They're just sort of unusual shades. And I'll say, so they say, these are the colours I can wear. Mm. And I'll say, okay, fine, that's great. So um, what about, uh, so we're going to look at blue. It could be this shade of blue. Oh, yeah. It's got to be this or shade of blue. Or a citrine yellow. It has to be a certain yeah. shade no blue, one makes. A blue, red, not a red, not an orange red. And I'll say, this is it. And I'll say, okay, fine, how many jumpers or anything do you own in that shade? Well, nothing. That's why I'm here. No, you haven't got, you don't own anything in that shade because they don't make it because it's, Hideous. And also, you can't walk around M&S with your swatches up against everything. It's no. not realistic. No. And so I, so there's, there's two things really. One is I hate to be told you can't wear black because, mm. yes, it is undeniably unflattering to more mature skin. I will give you that. There are shades that are more flattering. Navy. Navy. But I don't always want to wear navy. Yeah. I don't always want to wear, I love wearing black and you can change it up think about your makeup think about think about your accessories where for example you were told you can't wear silver you got you have to wear gold, gold not silver yeah wear gold and silver wear them together you yeah. don't have to just turn into Bia Baracus and just wear gold and so I don't know I, ju I just find they are so didactic and so very 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 limiting um, and I just like people to be a little bit more open and the point about black is that you can wear black if you think about wearing black in different fabrics. So for example, if you were to wear a satin or a silk, mm. because it reflects the light, it suddenly means that actually it's reflecting light back onto your face. So it's not got that matte black effect, which is why black is very unflattering because it sucks the light. It's a drainer mm. of light. No, it's the matte black we need to it's avoid. It's matte black. So basically what I've got on now, very unflattering. Yeah, black but you, you've got little pops of different things I've got on. white on there, yes. So are there different shades of black? Is that there a are different question? There are different shades of black, without a shadow of a doubt. Well, I, I say that, they, they'll look different because of the different fabrics, of the, of the different fabrics. But a fabric will look a different shade if it has um, texture on it, because the light and the mm. shade of the texture will make it look a slightly different colour. Anything that reflects colour, so like, as I said, a satin or a, um, a silk, uh, so something, for example, a tuxedo blazer is amazing because they normally have a, a shiny 
Panel. Want to a better thing? Yeah. Leather's amazing. So reflectors. So what they'll do is because they reflect color. If you're wearing another color with it, like a navy or like a grave and or with silver, it will suddenly reflect and make it look metallic. So it will look sort of an indigo. It will look midnight black, mm. midnight blue rather than black. So it will start looking like a different color rather than that flat black which we are told not to wear. Mm. But also, what really grinds my gears boils my piss is when someone tells me and they tell me that I will be happier or that we are all happier when we wear colour. Yeah, you might be. Sod off. I never feel better than when I wear black. Well, then you what? You're head to toe black today, I to am. be fair. I've got and you're very on. perky. Aren't I? Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm happy in my you black. stick to that black. And also, you know, coming um, when you come into kind of like Christmas season, there is nothing nicer than when you're going out in a in a kind of a black dress. I mean, I mine's always got something on it though. That might be because of, that might be because subconsciously I don't really suit black. But I do quite like it. I just have to put more makeup on. There we go. You can get around go. it. You can get around it. On that bombshell, let us know what you think about black. Um, are you a lover or uh, uh, are you a lover of colour? Let us know. Yes. Would you and rather wear black or rather wear colour? Good question. Yes. Black or colour, yeah. At Insta Facebook, uh, at, at Got The Podcast. So, talking of black, Tatler has just published its annual Little Black Book. And for those of you who don't read Tatlow, which Me. is probably quite a lot, <laughs> because it's for very young, very posh people. I've never read it. Well, this is their annual 10 most eligible people in Britain list. Are we on it? We're not on it because we're married. Sorry, that's it. That's why we're not on it. It's because we're taken. And that's exactly Otherwise, the only reason. Otherwise, we'd be number one and the number two. Only reason. So they're all these, uh, bear in mind, a lot of these are either sons or daughters of famous people, posh, um, or both. Rich? So, ri oh, God, rich. That goes without okay, saying. Course, rich, yeah. rich, 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 rich. So <laughs> includes Emma Raducanu. Okay. Lady Louise Windsor. Oh, she's at uni now. She's be a catch at uni. So she's, yeah, she's going to be a catch. Um, Elias Becker, son of Boris. Oh! I know, but they're all Jail young. Jailbait, literally. I know. Oh, yeah. Romeo Beckham. Mm. And then I think this is the only one over 30, and forgive me if I'm not saying his name right, but Regé Jean Page from Bridgerton. Oh. I mean, he, he is quite he's fit. lovely. To be fair. He is lovely, yes, Cougar. <laughs> but they're all very posh and they're all very young. So I kind of thought, well, you know what? Who should be in the midlife eligible charts? And we're going to have to blur the boundaries here of being married or not married. Okay, Who fine. do we kind of think is pretty fanciable from maybe from our perspective and maybe from a male perspective too? Who should be on the list? What do you reckon, Kat? I am pretty confident that this, but this is like, this is an embarrassing, should I show you people that I think other people are going to like? Or yeah. People that, people that I think other people are going to like? Yeah. Stanley Tucci, for a start. Absolute no-brainer. No-brainer. People love Stanley Tucci. We had him on the cover <gasps> um, uh, a couple of years ago. 
um, and of when I was at Telmag and we had him on the on the cover. I've never had an explosion of sort of oh I love yeah. him, but I think a lot of it when you get to midlife, it's personality as well as looks, isn't it? And it's humour and it's charm. Yes, yes. Uh, but I I agree with that. I think he's great. Get this as to as, as to an unlikely one, but I've heard people say it. Martin Lewis, money saving Martin Lewis. Women fancy him. What? Women fancy Martin Lewis. What? What? I, well, no. well, well, for a start, a load of people thought he should be prime minister instead of the numerous prime ministers we've had because he knows what he's talking about. Okay, well, I, I, okay. And people fancy him, I'm just saying. Okay, well, do you know what? I'm not going to judge anybody. Because well, I mean, anyone who's saving me bills at the minute, I, yeah, I could I, fall in love with. I, I, gosh, yes. You see, I don't, mm, yeah, no. Just no, thank you. But I'll tell you mine, because mine is mortifying. I'm not going to lie to you. It's absolutely mortifying. I'm going to say it really quickly, and we're going to move on. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Anyway, moving uh, on, uh, next. Oh, so um, No! No! Really? I know it's bad. I know it's really bad. That is even worse than my best friend who who admitted, and oh. I've never let her forget it, she used to fancy Boris Johnson. <gasps> I'm not going to mention her name because she'll die. That is right up there with Boris Johnson for me. Oh, no. I know. Do you know what? I, I can, I, I will, okay, I'll accept that. What about? I'll give you that. I can't get over that. What about the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau? Oh yeah, he's, he's quite nice. sexy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. Did you see him at our late Queen's funeral? He just sort of strode very purposefully and ma- manfully lovely. down 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 the aisle of Westminster Abbey. And he's he's lovely. tall. Is he? He's really tall. Oh, you see, now I'm slightly obsessed with people that are really tall because I'm five foot ten. Yeah, but I like a tall man. Do you know who? Well, there are two that I love. So. I mean Ben Affleck, but then he's obviously quite a famous person. He's really tall. I know, but he's obvious. He's, oh, okay. he's, he's too obvious. obvious. We're talking. Okay. We're talking not George Clooney, Brad. Pitt. Okay. We're okay. talking slightly. No, no. I've got one for you. So Go I'm on, make you laugh. Okay. I quite. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it. Well, I, I've said. I've said. Well, it's no worse than him. Exactly. I quite like Hugh Edwards. BBC News. Oh, no. Hugh Edwards. I just just something about him, and I think he's tall as well. Is he? I think he's tall. You can never tell when they're sitting down, but I think he's tall, and I just like him. I like him. I yes, okay, but but no, but yes, but but no. Do you know who I used to fancy? Who years ago when I used to watch The Sopranos, I fancied. Tony Soprano. Oh, I get that. Do you? Well, I don't fancy him, but I get that. I get that. But he was quite. He was quite a. a, He's like a chubby psychopath. I don't know what it was. I was just attracted to Tony Soprano. I know, but do you know what? He'd, he'd like, put you... He'd, like... I, I mean, I, he'd, I get that he could, like, put you under his arm and, like, carry you off to bed. And I, I don't know. I sort of think it's that manly sort bit, of... <gasps> yeah, exactly. It's slightly caveman-esque. <laughs> but I sort of think that he would protect you. I think that might be I think that's But it. he'd kill you as well. Well, you just... Yeah, I know. You'd have you'd, to avoid that. You'd, 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 you'd be dripping in diamonds, though. Oh, You'll be fine. Know. Anyway. I, I so, yeah, fine. he's my unlikely one. But honestly, people have said, who've people said to me in the last couple of days, or as I've asked, Jay Blades from Repair Shop. I think he's, he's also nice. Yeah, but I actually do think that he is quite nice anyway. I, I, think, I, he's I, nice. I think I don't think he, I don't think that's a surprise. Gareth Southgate. 
Okay, if they, oh, after they win it, I can see that. Mm. I can see that. I quite, I, but again, I think a lot of this is when you get to midlife, you 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 just like somebody who's really really nice. Well, okay, I was about to say, I so my Jeremy Clarkson theory goes out the window there, but it's not really nice. I just think, I just think it's not necessarily how they look. It's that I, you know, he's obnoxious, and I know he's an absolute knob, but actually, I don't know what it is. There is, I had a very, oh, I can't believe I'm admitting this. I'm You're attracted dying. to an obnoxious knob. You've yeah, said I it. know. I think maybe because he reminds me of my dad, who was an absolute dick. But I, I so I, that's what I'm going for. I, that, I'm putting it psychologically down for that. Psychological, yeah. And All also, right. can I say, I, I don't know if I'm admitting this. I did not long ago have a dream about him. A really nice dream. Like a really nice dream. Nice or dirty? D- okay, dirty. Oh, and and, and, and right I know, I know, Stop I know. Right <laughs> but you know We're when you wait. We're going to have to be rated. <laughs> We're going to have to have a PG rating if you carry on. This is just. <laughs> Oh, God, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, feel, I feel a bit clammy. <laughs> oh, no, no, not you and Jeremy Clarkson. Oh. Sitting in a tree. No, but you know, you know. Sitting when... in a fast car. <laughs> you like a fast you car. See, I love a fast car. But you know when you wake up and you've had a dream, you think, oh, I actually feel differently about somebody <laughs> after a dream. Can't we stop? Is, Let's move on. This we is have going to... nowhere. So listen. <laughs> While Kat absolutely grabs a hold of herself and has a glass of water, uh, let us know your even unlikely Jeremy Clarkson-esque midlife fantasy crushes. This is a million miles away from where this started. This was a nice little black book eligible people. This has now turned into filth. Dirty dreams. Anyway. Who's your dirty dream about? Yeah, I, I still don't. I'm still gonna literally. I'm gonna set the marker that Bor- that he is better than Boris. I know it's a low bar. Yeah, that, it's a very low bar. That but... Bar you could not limbo under that bar. Put okay. it that way. Okay. And wh- who who do guys go for? Because I think I think guys go for like. I mean, Nick's always looking at a weather girl, but often it's actually to look at what she's wearing. But I think like the Sophie Rayworths. I think I think she's quite appealing to you to no. or, or Karen Brady. Are they the type no. of women that the midlife no. men go for? No, 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 no. Midlife men still go for people like Kelly. But they no, they're not. They're, uh, they're more based than or that. obvious, obvious. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Do you know what people? I think maybe Rene Russo, like an older woman. I think they go for. But I still think it's. I, I still don't think that many men. Look, no man, no man is going to fancy Mary Berry or Prulie for her wonderful personality. Mm. Let's be frank. But what about like a Lorraine Kelly? Absolutely not. I love Lorraine, him? but no. What I, about no. back in the day? Back in the day, do you remember? Do you remember Charlie Dimmock on Ground Force? Yes, but she had some Lots assets. Of male fantasies. Yes, because there were swinging assets that were oh, braless. Yeah, she did. Remember? Have, she did have big old bazookas, Exactly. Didn't she? Yes, that were uncaged. They were set free. Okay. So that That's again, we we come back to the caveman element. We have here, literally, we? honestly. So basically, you and men have something in common. I, yeah. I'm literally like, well, you and Tony Soprano, your caveman. Well, all right. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Me me, me and old Jezza. Oh, come on. Make us feel better about our choices, people. Who's your little... I thought of another one. Lowell Fielding. 
Oh, I knew you'd say him. No, I sort of get that. He's a bit kind of quirky, isn't he? Oh, no. But again, kind of kind. Is it a kind? Do we like kindness? I I like fun. I like funny. I like funny You see, I think Jeremy Clarkson's funny, which, you know, clearly (gasps) I have a warped sense of humour. I know. I've just found, I've just thought of another one. John Bishop. I really like John Bishop. And that's the funny thing. And I once met him. I once met him in when we were all drunk. Me and my mates were all drunk in Soho House. Is he lovely? And we met him. He's very funny and very oh. lovely. Yeah, no, I see that. You see, I see that. No, I definitely see that. Yeah, and we and we had quite a laugh. In fact, I've got a picture of him. And we're both wearing reindeer antlers. But I've gone too far now. So let us know, listeners, as, as uh, um, your your fantasy, your eligible, non-eligible midlife crush on. Insta Facebook at I've Got the Podcast. Yes, and we will let you know uh, who is the best or the worst. I think you've said the worst, Kat. I'm just going Boris is the worst. I'm just going, okay. I have to have one bar up from the lowest of the low. Actually, do you know what? I don't care. You because don't, it's never going to happen. A toss. And my husband is nothing like Jeremy Clarkson. Right, do you know what it's time for now, Maz? Is it me some threesome? It's me some threesome. And it's a trio of treats getting us through the week. You first, go. So I've gone back in series five, Handmaid's Tale. I don't really know why I'm sticking with it. There's no resemblance to the Margaret Atwood book, but I've started it. So I've got to find out how, what ends, you know, what the ending is, what happens to June. She's got to go back to Gilead to rescue the daughter. But it's Don't, quite... Uh, spoilers! Well, we've, we've known that for ages. I've not seen it. Oh, God, sorry. Thanks. I've not seen any of it. Have you not seen it? Never. Well, well you're not going to watch it now, Well, are I might. You? Hetty keeps telling me to watch it. My 18-year-old is obsessed with it. Is she still sticking with it now? Oh, she, well, I don't know if she has. She likes it. I don't know. I don't, but she said she was going to watch it. She's very excited. Oh, it's but she quite, keeps telling I mean, me to watch it. I mean, it's not exactly jolly. It's not well, a jolly watch. So here we go. I watched the first episode mm. of the very first series and thought, oh my God, oh, forget yeah. it. Oh my Lord, I'm not enduring this. But the first series was superb. But the first episode, apparently, you've just got to ride your way through you've it. You've got to ride your way through it because it is quite horrific at times. Oh, I just thought, I don't need to. This is this is not jolly. Do you know what? I've got a friend of mine, actually. This is really funny. She says that she only likes, and she, to be fair to her, she is a child counsellor, but she only watches what she calls bubblegum television. Mm-hmm. And she says, I just like things. She says, I've got a ri- you see, I don't have a harrowing job. Anyway, I've got no excuse, have I? But I just like being happy. Yeah. I like watching things that make me feel uplifted and better. Well, after I watch it, I then go and watch um, uh, The Crown. Okay, I, fair I, enough. I'm still working my way through oh, that up until that. the new one, which oh. I'm sure will have a whole flipping episode. Oh, I love it. So I get, I get that. I don't want to be miserable. And then you turn the news on and then you're miserable and then you go to bed miserable. So I get that. Yeah. But I'm sticking with this because okay. because this series is about her and the women like her okay. getting it's their turn in the sun now. Okay. Their revenge. So right. I've got to stay with it. And is this the final one then? Is this you've got to find out. Do you know what? I thought it was the final one and then I looked it up and I think they might be making a sixth series. You know oh. those series where you're oh, like you lose just them. stop now. Yes. Stop. Yes. Loads of them. Suits. You've um, gone too far. Do you remember of... Lost back oh. in the day? Rubbish. House of Cards, so good. And then, so yes, bad. Yes, just stop, quit while you're ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, Definitely. but anyway, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. 
Well, I've got something jolly for you. Hooray! Exactly. So, I am obsessed with Spotify Radio. I don't really know what that is, Kat. Okay, Spotify Radio is... So, basically, when you go in, if you were to put in an artist, let's say, for argument's sake, ABBA. Mm. You love ABBA, Mm. but you don't want to listen to all ABBA. Mm. So, you go, you put in ABBA in the search term at the top, and it comes up, it says... Frequently, or I can't remember what it says, anyway, it's on the same page. It says, first of all, you've got, this is ABBA, which is basically like a massive thing of, uh, a slew of ABBA's greatest yeah. hits. Knock yourself out ABBA, ABBA your life up if you'd like. But then the next little category is ABBA Radio. And ABBA Radio is basically, it can be ABBA, it can be Duran Duran, it can be, I mean, it could be anybody. It could oh. be Dr. Dre Radio. So stuff from that era or stuff from that genre? Genre. Uh, okay. Stuff from that genre. It does tend, though, in my experience, to be era. So they'll basically, if it's ABBA, they'll play basically loads of 80s music. It's quite sort of upbeat. But for example, if you were to put in The Smiths, and I have tried this, so I do know. Yeah. You won't just get there. So you'll get sort of like 80s music, but it'll be very much in that genre. So you'll have The Cure, you'll have The Pixies, you'll have, I don't really know who else because I'm not... A bit of Elvis Costello or Me- whatever, uh, just uh, stuff yeah. from that. Yes. Maybe, maybe yes. not. Oh, I, you see, I'd like that. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. So for example, where it comes into its own, on a journey, if you think, oh, I want pop, but you're so bored. You don't want to listen to just like a classic old 80s album. It always has some random things in there. Don't laugh. At the minute, I'm quite into Bill Withers. I know. Why? Because he's great. But because there was a song on uh, an advert that I shazammed, and it's a Bill Withers song. I think think it might be a Just Eat ad or Deliveroo. Uh, Whichever whichever way the ads not work because it's it's a home delivery service or Uber Eats. I don't know. Um, it's one it's one of them clearly very well you shazam the, the music shazam the music and it's bill withers so I put on bill withers radio and it's brilliant so it's all sorts of it's just all sorts of like it's got like percy sledge it's got aretha franklin it's got mamas and the puppets oh, it's great it's brilliant so it's from that era it's all like soul i tell you so what good. coming up to um like christmas tunes is oh, that gonna my be my lord uh i don't know because you might i don't know if you can i don't know if you can do it so specifically Unless you put in, I don't know. What no, just to put in to get. That? Well, I mean, you put Mariah in, you get all of Mariah. You wouldn't just get. You wouldn't just get. Yeah. That. We can't sing that before December the first. No, anyway. okay, not allowed. Out. All right, okay, I'm loving that. So try it, honestly. It's brilliant. It's really good. I can highly recommend Duran Duran Radio. So I am about to crack open. I'm still on my uh, Kate Atkinson book, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. You can slow But I've gone and bought, because it won the Debut Fiction um, Prize um, for uh, Waterstones, the Waterstones Debut Fiction Prize. It's called The Rabbit Hutch by Tess Gunty. And it's basically all about a young mother with a dark secret. And I'm going to go into that next. Okay. right up my street well look can I just say it's so interesting you know you say you should never judge a book by its cover mm. but I would actually I actually think that's a really good book cover it is a good book cover I I that that would appeal to me I'm actually quite fickle like that me too I am yeah if you've got a good book cover yeah I'm going in go I'm not gonna lie to you the book cover looks good and then I'd read the blurb and I'd be out but you go in for it. Let I'll me know. In. I'll like. let you know. I'll Thank let you. you know. Thank you. Well, okay. so I am going into, I am going in, I'm going away, going away with work, and I've got, I'm going to have some spare time, fingers crossed, maybe not, but I'm going to read 
The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley-Heller. I did mean to read this in the summer, but never mm. got around to it because this was the fiction book of the summer. Everyone's read it. It's got five out of five on Goodreads. Everyone raves about it. My mates are going mad for that book. I am going to borrow it. Well, you can't borrow it because I've got it on my Kindle. Sorry. Oh, well, I know. Read a Kindle. I'm going to actually go and physically buy it then. And what's it about? Do you know? No, uh, not it's really. All, it's it's meant to be amazing though, oh, isn't it? Oh, do you know it? what it is? It's, I think it's, I, someone, I, someone said it, which is why I haven't read it yet. Because it says it's, it's, the leader is romance fiction, which is one of my most despised things. That's not you ever. No, I can't bear it. I can't bear anything soppy and blah. No. But on my WhatsApp group, all of my mates like, oh my God, you've got to read this. Either you've got to read it or I've just read it and it's fantastic so I am I'm gonna go in there and we'll 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 um compare notes afterwards yes yeah, because I do I do think I mean some of the hyped books you know I yeah some of them are good that Kate Atkinson one that mm. was really hyped that I didn't like though oh like what was life, the one yeah. what was the one that I what was the one that I read oh my lord my brain the one that I read come on what did you out. read be psychic just know uh, was it oh, a- where the crawdads lie? Where the crawdads? Uh, I've still not got round to reading that, and it's a film. That you like that, didn't you? Where the crawdads sing, 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 not lie. Where yeah. the crawdads sing, I loved it. Mm. I've still not done it. I've still At- not done it. Everyone tells me that as well. Well, very interesting though. My daughter, who who was the one that said, "Mum, you've got to read this. You've got to read this. I don't want to." Mum, someone dies in it. Okay, I'll read it. <laughs> now you've got me. Now you've got me. Now I'm hooked. Um, I uh, she didn't like it. Why? She said, interestingly, she thought there was too much description. Oh. And that's one of the criticisms that has been levied at it uh, by many other people. The description is... Overblown. It's, it's over. It's very, very floral writing, which is normally not my thing at all. However, I found it beautiful. Okay. I really, really did. I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. And it's very... Um, and people said, you know, it's, it's very unrealistic. Yes, but... It's a book. It's a novel. Exactly, exactly. So I loved it. So Weather Crawdads Sing, if you've not read that, it's amazing. But I'm going in for the other cult book of the summer, The Paper Palace. Yeah, and I'm going to do both of those as well. So on to our moment of joy, which is our third meesome threesome. And this is something that is just zhuzhing us up. I'm so excited about this. us up, yeah. So mine, uh, going back to um, things that helped helped me when I was going through my low point burnout this oil here cat that I don't know if you've ever smelt this but I've got it no. in front of me it's called altitude oil um by Demamiel um and Annie Demamiel is is a is a woman she's 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 an amazing woman she does massage she sort of does healing sounds a bit woo woo but when I was at my lowest I went to her and she did this incredible massage on me and she used acupuncture needles oh wow and I don't cry I'm not a crier I think I've cried a handful of times in my life I burst into tears oh and I just felt that a weight had lifted anyway she she um she does products as well and this is called altitude oil and she made it originally for people who didn't like flying flying and it calms your nerves but it also just calms anybody's nerves and so when I was feeling really jittery and really low before I went to bed I'd just put this on my pulse points and um popped it on and it just helped me just breathe it in it's absolutely gorgeous and it's I think it's 30 quid 
altitude oil. Honestly, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. It's all loads of essential oils. It's beautiful. Isn't it gorgeous? And it just smells beautiful. And it just makes you go... Do you keep it in a burner or not? No, you don't put it in the oh, burner. Oh, sorry. Okay, you put, it, you, put it, you put it on you. Okay. You just put it on you. Do you know it's what gorgeous. I do? I will say that her cleanser, her balm cleanser is absolutely brilliant. Oh God, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I know. It's her stuff is pure and beautiful. And she also does all for the face. She does a winter oil, an yeah. autumn oil, a spring and a summer oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. Honestly, if you've, not, if you've not gone in, I highly recommend. Okay. Well, I'm obviously lowering the tone and we're talking about cheese. <laughs> So we are talking. Do you know what I've been looking at those? Crack it open. What right. is it? These are it's crunchy snacking cheese. Ooh. Literally, that's what it is. It's oven baked Italian cheese by a company called the Serious Pig. Now this is the just cheese variety, but you can get truffle cheese, which I'm obsessed with truffle. So the truffle is amazing. You can also get caramelized onion. And you can get mm. rosemary. I'm obsessed with them all. I ordered them off Amazon. Oh, my a, I know, so it's mine. Anything you pack. So basically, it says we've reinvented the wheel of cheese. Like Italian that. milk, whole a whole virgin wheel of mature Italian cheese. Literally, I'm slurping. Not in that bag, it's not. Crumbled and baked in the superior oven. Ooh, you, you what's the superior it. oven? Well, I'm not, not sure I've got one of those. Okay, not one that we've got. Here we go. <gasps> I've been dying for right. you to open this. Okay, what? doesn't... Oh, the, the waft isn't... Okay, just... Ooh. I know they don't smell very nice, but <gasps> right, go oh. in, go in. Oh my god, isn't that the okay, best thing you've ever had? Yeah. Oh, I like them. They're kind of a hybrid, crisp, well, cheesy puff. So you know, I think they're like you oh know, you god. have lasagna, strong. Mm. I know, and the top, the crunchy bit, yeah. the cheese on the top of the lasagna mm, when it's when really it, cooked. Which, or if you have the most incredible cheese toasty <gasps> and you get the cheese, mm. just the cheese down the yeah, side. Yeah. Jamie Oliver makes them and I've tried to make it and it's just it was just a, a shitty mess. But oh, when gorgeous. you get like cheese, fried cheese, fried cheese, it's basically it's a bit of fried cheese, but is that it's like fried cheese? Is that like full of fat? It doesn't taste fatty. Well, yeah, probably yes. I don't know. I don't really know what oh yes. It's cheese. But it's very mm. high in protein. It says it's high in protein, which I'm just taking as a good thing. I, I think I don't that's know. healthy. I think if you eat all of that packet, it's so high in protein, it's probably good for you. Well, I think if you eat all that packet, it wouldn't really make much difference because there's only about eight things in there. Yeah, there's not a lot in there. No, have another say. one. Have another one. Yeah, but then I've kind of eaten them. And that's it, they're done. Well, no, there's some more in there. Oh, they are serious. They're they so nice. Mm, I wouldn't okay. want to share those. Well, let's go and eat these afterwards. Very... Right, let's no, go. Well. So... So listen, that's all, folks. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm crunching on the cheese. Should I do this bit? Oh, go on, you finish. Okay. Look, don't forget to tune into Being There Done That Got the Podcast every Thursday on Spotify or wherever you download your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you download your podcast, you can listen to us. Listen to us whining on. Oh, Chewing, eating. Nice. What a treat. So we I love know. cheese and us wanking. I know, exactly. Get yourself oh, you some snacking cheese. <laughs> we'll see you next week, Podcast Thursday. 